0: guys um so i've got olivia joining me on today's podcast so i'm just gonna let you introduce yourself for the listeners and then we'll go from there
1: uh hi guys it's liv spargo (laughs) um i'm an ifb bikini competitor um i live in melbourne and yeah can't wait to talk to you guys today
0: yeah wicked um so Obviously in Melbourne right now and you guys just had your, so if anyone listen to this podcast in a future date, uh, we're currently doing this in July 2021 and there's been a, what seems to be a two-year lockdown in Melbourne currently.
1: <laughs> the never-ending lockdown.
0: Yeah. <laughs> and you guys just had your first day back out, haven't you?
1: Yeah. Yeah. It's good to be back.
0: Yeah, for sure. Um, all right, let's chat about that a bit. So like uh your background with bikini and like um what got you into it, what motivated you got you started into
1: it? Yeah, okay. So I haven't actually been in the industry for very long. So my first show was in March two thousand twenty, so last year. Um and prior to that I kind of was just doing a little bit of weight training. So I started weight training when I was Would have been 2019. Yeah. So 2019, I started weight training and like, I'm the type of person that always needs like a goal or something to work towards. So, um, I sort of looked into bodybuilding and yeah, six months later entered my first show and yeah, that was Arnold's in 2020. Um, and then yeah, just recently competed again this year. So I've just, I've only done three shows all up.
0: Yeah, and you've yeah. got a pretty incredible physique. Like, for anyone that hasn't checked out Liv's um, profile or seen her pictures, go check it out because for someone who's only been on stage three times, it's like a, it's a world-class physique, so... <laughs>
1: thank
0: you. <laughs> That's okay. Um, so, what, like, uh, I know you posted a video a few days ago about, you know, things that you struggled with in the past. Um, was that one of the things that, like, helped you get out of, like, dark times, like, mentally or emotionally?
1: Yeah, so... I guess, like, if we go way, way, way back, um, I so I grew up as a national swimmer, so wow. from the age of like probably 10 years old to about 17, 18, I was swimming all the time, like, that was like my life. So, did a lot of swimming, a lot of sports, I was always very um, active and very sporty. Um, it wasn't until around like I sort of finished school and went through my parents went through like a divorce, so I kind of stopped swimming at the time and um just went into i guess you could say just a little bit of a a four five year downward spiral I kind of like i stopped training I stopped doing things that I loved and I started partying um and just kind of lost my way a bit I would say i was i mean I was only young, so I guess I was just, like, experiencing life, but, yeah, I kind of went through a bit of a a rough patch, Um, got involved with the wrong people, Um, just wasn't really – I just knew that I wasn't living, like, the way that I was born to live, if that makes sense. Like, it was just – I knew that everything that I was doing, all the partying, the drugs – all of that sort of shit that wasn't, that wasn't me. And so like, I just sort of pushed myself into this dark place and I was like, I have to get out of this. And um, I actually found myself again. um, I started boxing. So before bodybuilding, I picked up the boxing gloves (laughs) and um, that kind of got me um, out of my rut, but I was still not really there yet. And then it was, weight training and I kind of just found my way from there. So, yeah, I kind of just, yeah, just got into it again, I guess, and found myself again. So it was a really um, good experience.
0: I love that. And um, that's probably a good point to talk to a lot about, uh, especially people, not just for like competitors or girls who aspire to um, compete and especially to build a physique like yours, but also just general fat loss and um, body composition goals is how important your yeah. environment is for you to yeah. be able to succeed in that. And like you said, when you go through those times where you're doing drugs or you're partying and you're not in a good headspace, your environment plays a massive role in that.
1: Yeah, for sure. So like for me, I didn't start, um, you know, weight training and competing because I wasn't happy with the way I looked. It it really was a lot more to it. Like I was in such a bad mental state. Like my mental health was so bad. I needed to find something that I enjoyed again. And that was that I just started to like, yeah, started weight training and I just started feeling good. And that's how I picked it up. So it wasn't really like wanting. a.
0: Oh, go for a second. Give it a second
1: body comes to something yeah. had to change. Oh, <laughs> oh yeah.
0: So no. something had to change. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's a, that's a good point. Like you do go for those periods where you do need to apply something because if you don't, um, something will break, right?
1: Absolutely, yeah. And I broke many times, many times. I, you know, I've been even in the last couple of years I've had times in between where I've fallen and, you know, thought I couldn't get out of something. And then, you know, you, you get back up again and you, you start again and you, you go to training and you just you just keep doing it. So, yeah, it's just a, a pattern.
0: Yeah, <laughs> for sure. Yeah. I don't know. Is your video frozen on your side? Mine's frozen on my side. Oh, it's, uh, am I
1: frozen?
0: Just like yeah, you you don't you're not like um, you're like halfway through talking so it's, uh, it's it's like a good frozen. Oh <laughs> no you're okay.
1: okay. Right. I don't know, okay. <laughs> don't know.
0: Um, yeah, no, exactly. <laughs> like when you when you do go through those type of, going back on topic now, sorry, just cut off there for a second. Um, when you do go through those moments you're like right, like you need another outlet because if you know Whatever, especially if you have a personality, if you're someone that really gets attached to something really, you know, finds a good outlet, there you are, you're back down. Um, and if you use something destructive like partying or drugs or whatever it is, and then as soon as you yeah. switch that to something positive, you almost become unstoppable in a sense because you, you've got Absolutely. so much you've got so much more power over yourself, right? And that's a that's a huge thing
1: create like a you you sort of become invincible in your own mind like it's just like you know if you, you can pick yourself up from like a, a pretty bad spot and you just know that like you're you you're good you know you can get through it every time and that's just what I sort of say to myself like you know I'm gonna get through it I'm invincible that's literally what I yeah, say to myself yeah. <laughs> yeah gotta be a boss absolutely that's a,
0: yeah <laughs> uh so and that's a that's a good point like um I suppose a lot of people that come into uh, when they aspire to have these big goals and they haven't gone through that hardship. When you go through times like Comprep, I'm sure, that you've experienced, when you go through those hard times, um, you're able to call on those yeah. moments that you're, you know, at your weakest and you're now at your strongest and you go through hard times. It's kind of like water off off duck's back.
1: Yeah, absolutely, totally.
0: Yeah. What are some um what are some moments for prep that you found you really struggled with?
1: Oh god. Um, like the top 3. Look, I can't really right now I can't think of like specific a time. There yeah. were many times where I like I was in robot mode and when I say robot mode I just like I did it and I did every single day how I had to do it and it was like anything that came in my way, I would push it aside, like anything. So emotions, like I didn't really focus on much else other than comp prep. Like, yeah. um, I mean, there was a time when I got sick, which really sucked and I had to like literally take some time off. And that was, that was actually more so mentally hard because I was like, like so wanted to just do well in that show. Like I was like, it was like my life. Um, so getting sick was kind of a bit of a, bit annoying but um yeah I can't really think of any any times where I was like oh this is too hard like I just was never gonna give up basically like it was just a matter of just yeah I was from the very beginning I wanted to win and that I didn't really make that known to like my coach at the time like I just sort of was like yeah I want to do season a like you know but the whole time I really wanted to win and I you know wanted to Make some waves, like I actually wanted to you know show people who, who who the fuck I am, like you know like come out of nowhere sort of thing, and just do it because yeah, why not
0: <laughs> yeah fuck like why would you why would you expect anything less from yourself right
1: yeah like i I expected big things i I expected a lot from myself, and I think when you are doing you know prep you need to be really hard on yourself and you have to have you know expectations of yourself um to a certain extent, you know, if it's your first show, I mean, you can sort of, you can get away with the whole, oh, I'm doing it for the experience because you might not even like it, you know, like with my first show, I was, it was completely different experience. Like there's no no comparison between my first show to my, my first prep to my second prep. Like it's like two different women. Yeah. <laughs> so. Um, That's your but, mindset. Yeah, so- um, it was more so like so my first show, um I was with Scott Goble then and I am I'm, I'm with him now, but um I just sort of went to him and I was just like, I want to do a show. Do you think I'm ready? Like I had no idea, I didn't know what the like if I had enough muscle, nothing, and he just like looked at me, he's like, Yep, you're ready. And I was like, Okay, cool, like let's do it. <laughs> and I just kind of like did it. Um and I can I can say I did that half-heartedly. Like I cheated on my diet all the fucking time, like all the time. Like, <laughs> sorry, Scott. Like, yeah. I, I, didn't, I think I even told him like I was losing weight every single week and I was dropping very quickly. So I was like, Oh, this is awesome. And I thought I was really lean. And like, if I did slip up on my diet, I'd still drop weight. So I was like, yeah. it, at the time, I was just kind of like enjoying like, you know, the way my body was changing and it felt good to sort of have this goal um And, yeah, and then I got on stage and I just absolutely loved mm-hmm. it and I kind of, like, realised, like, I didn't do everything that I could have. Like, you know, I placed third in um First Timers and third in Novice, and I was kind of like, okay, I didn't even really try that hard. Like, yeah. I tried, but not, I know when I'm trying hard and when I can really fucking give it my everything. Yeah. And I was just like, the minute I stepped off stage, I was like, no, that's it. My next show, I'm going to blitz it. Like that was just, I, and I just didn't stop. I, as soon as I finished that show, um, I went straight into like my off season, I build, um, little a building phase and like every day, I think I had the stage on my mind. Like it, I just got the bug straight away. So that's, so that, yeah. yeah. So that leads me to like the next prep where I was like, okay, I'm in this to win it. I want to win it. I want to do well. Um, And I want to see how far I can take this. So it became really serious after my first show.
0: Yeah. I love that. One thing I wouldn't mind just catching on there that you're talking about is um, something I probably stress more to clients is like um, now more than I used to, but the importance of actually knowing when to back off and take a rest day when the body needs it. Um, Is that something you found was important in your last
1: practice? I did that. So, um, there were days where, like, so I actually I got quite lean very early on. Um, I did a really good off season. Um, every, I did everything that I could have done with Troy, so we we did a really good off season. Um, and so when we did start the prep phase, my body responded very well, and I was dropping weight very quickly. And I, I found myself at like a pretty lean state at like 10 weeks out eight, eight to 10 weeks out and I think that's when I started to really feel it like I was like started to feel like death like you,
0: yeah. just like,
1: you have no energy and I do remember this one specific day and it was like eight weeks out it was like it might have even been like nine or ten and I was thinking fuck I feel like this now yeah. and I'm I'm 10 weeks out like and I was walking around the town which is the botanical gardens like Just a walk that I do, and I just felt like death. And I just said to Troy, like, I'm, I feel like absolute shit today. Like, I just have no energy. I'm tired, rah rah. And yeah, he said have like you know rest day, more carbs, um, things like that. So yeah, I definitely had rest days, um, and would listen to my body. If I needed a high carb day, I'd I'd ask Troy or let you know we communicate. So um, yeah.
0: Yeah. And how do you feel like the next day going back into training and going back into your routine was after taking like a really good, well-deserved rest day? Yeah.
1: <laughs> I'd always feel so good after a rest day. And I'd also generally I'd have like, so I'd feel really good after a high carb day, which is always like a leg day. I'd train with um, my, coat, uh, sorry, my um, PT, Tyler. Um, and I'd have a high carb day when I trained with him and I'd always feel so good the next day. Like every Saturday I'd wake up and I'd be like really like shredded, really good yeah. after a high carb day. So high carb days and rest days are like just the best in prep.
0: Love that. And, um, there's another point there that's probably just as paramount to talk about communication with your coach when you're feeling a certain way. Like yeah. a lot of people that try push through and i try to get through things. And it's like, if you don't communicate with your coach, coach can't help you where you need to be helped. Um, that's really important too.
1: I was definitely, I was in communication with like Troy every single day and just, you know, I would tell him how I felt. I would tell him if I was hungry, whatever. Rah, rah. Like I remember one day I could not sleep. I was so tired. Like I was so tired, but I was so bloody hungry. I couldn't sleep. And um i think i put like a story up on my um instagram and then troy replied to it and he's like have another meal and i was like oh okay like i can have another meal so like he it was good with that like communication was really really good so yeah i yeah, had another i think i woke up the next day and i had a weight drop i was like yes. yeah
0: <laughs> <laughs> love it
1: that's
0: a win-win um yeah like i noticed um uh, i don't know if you get this with yourself but when, when the clients go quiet it's like okay What's going on? Something's wrong. Um,
1: no, yeah. Look, I, do, I, I do sometimes like if like, I'm in off season now, like if I'm not fully following my plan, I probably won't check in with my coach. So, you yeah. know, like it's, it, if you're not following a plan, it's not, you know, why do it? Do you, does that yeah. make sense? Like, yeah. Yeah. If I go quiet on Scotty, he generally will check in with me, but yeah, yeah it's probably because I'm, you know, not following a plan or something. Yeah, which I don't do in prep. I follow the plan 100% in prep, like, like no tomorrow.
0: Yeah, like robot. You're an absolute machine, right? Um, that's a I have like a three day rule with clients. If I don't hear from them in with like uh, after three days, I just a them mess them. Like, what's wrong? I'm like, yeah, after me, I'm like something's wrong. you tell me.
1: <laughs> yeah, no, totally.
0: Um, that's also a good point too about coaching that. Also, actually, just the whole point about coaching, but how important is it, especially for girls listening who are interested in um, not just getting to the level you are, but even just getting to their first cop, how important is it getting a good coach from the very start?
1: Yeah, look, you have to have, like, a mutual understanding with your coach. You need to be really um, transparent from the beginning. You know, talk about your goals and um, discuss whether they're, you know, achievable or not, you don't want to go to a coach and, you know, they blow smoke up your ass and, you know, say that you're going to win when you're not going to win, you know, like you need to have a coach that's honest and, um, you know, you're on the same page Um, and just finding a coach that's educated as well. Like just, they know, you know, if you've got questions for them, they can answer, um, you know, with knowledge and like back up their claims with, you know, some sort of evidence or just things like that. Um, and just yeah, making sure that you, you know, enjoy their coaching as well. Like, that's a really important factor. Like, you don't want to be, you know, coaching with someone and hating it. Like, if it's something that you love and you see longevity in the sport, you need to, you know, love the coaching as well. So, yeah.
0: Yeah. That's, I think that's important is, um, getting on personality wise, your coach is a big thing. Yeah. Because um, I know there's, uh, I,
1: I'll
0: cool. get like from uh, from my side would be like I get girls who come to me and they've got awesome physiques. You can steal the potential. I'm like, like personality wise, I probably can't work with you. Like you'd be much better working with someone who's more, you know, yeah. help yeah, you enjoy. in that. Yeah. So I think that's a that's another big thing too is um, wow. knowing which personality you can work well with as well.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And well like i think like if you you're on the same page and like life as well like you want to sort of look up to your coach as well if that yeah. makes sense like For sure, you know be on the same page
0: yeah that's that's important and how big is um again we spoke about communication having the right coach but also trusting like having that full trust with your coach and then vice versa um how important is that because a lot of people i suppose they 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 trust the process, but then they're too scared to say something or like because um, they don't want yeah. to change or too scared of change. So well, understand that change is just part of the process and trust in that as well.
1: Yeah, like you hire a coach to for them to do, you know, give you the uh, tools. You know, so you know, a coach is very very important, but you also have to remember that you are the athlete and you do the work. So you know trust is yeah super important you've got to put your trust into your coach and do what they tell you to do if you're not doing you know what they're telling you to do why do you why are you paying them yeah you know, like i said the same thing <laughs> that thing and just do it and trust the process like the yeah. It, it's not going to happen overnight. You know, sometimes yeah. things, take, it, you know, a little bit longer. Like I, I say this to my clients all the time. A lot of clients, you know, they want to go straight into a shred when they start with me. And it's like, I never do that. I always do like either, you know, a reverse diet and build their calories up and they, they don't like it. They don't like hearing that. They don't want to do it, but it's, you know, you have to, <laughs> it's the way you're going to get results. And, you know, you can either trust the process and, you know get results that might take a little bit longer or you know keep doing what you're doing and see no results so yeah
0: yeah that's for sure yeah. that's so true like yeah there's you are i suppose like your type of mindset that you have and the beliefs that you have around if you're paying someone you're going to do everything to the letter, to the t and be open honest and just go at it 100% right um then you got people on the opposite end of the spectrum where you tell them what they need to do you give them all the tools and they report back to you and go so i did my own thing and then someone else i saw on the internet was doing this so i did that and then someone else told me i should do this so i'm not doing what you told me but i'm also not getting results i don't know why And it's like what yeah, yeah. I think, I think it
1: comes like i think some people sometimes do that because they they don't have the patience like they Uh. want to see results quicker or you know I think that doing something else might you know help them and look I've done it in the past before I got a coach and I've like you know done my stupid things myself before I was you know when I was uneducated and you you need to get educated so get a coach who's educated and educate yourself you know like it's the only way if you're going to (laughs) the reason why you're in the position you are in is because you are uneducated and you don't know what to do. So yeah. put your trust in your coach and do it and learn at the same time.
0: <laughs> yeah, for sure. Like it just, that, that makes sense <laughs> to most people, right? But um, yeah. also, under, yeah. Like also understand the longevity and that you're in it for the long game. It's not a, and like you said, it's not an overnight thing. It doesn't just happen like that. it It's you're in it for the long game. Yeah. It's to marathon for sure yeah marathon that's right um yeah so what's uh so we've gone over trust uh, honesty communication having a good coach um, and then the other thing I suppose is really important which you touched on just before but it's just about being in in sync with your body and knowing how you feel and being honest with yourself as well do you want to talk a bit about that um in sync with your
1: body yeah so like, listening uh, to your body when- yeah. Like you want to, you look, some people take that a little bit too far. Sometimes I find like, yeah. you you know, sometimes you're going to be tired. Yeah. But you're not that tired. Your mind's telling you you're tired. You you got to differentiate the difference between actually being tired and fatigued and needing a rest day to be lazy, you know, like, yeah. so, like there's, you know, there's levels. So I mean, with me, I do it on the days that I'm tired. I do it on the days that I'm fucked and I don't want to and I, I don't yeah. want to get out of bed, I do, because I've committed myself to this. I'm disciplined, and you, you need to develop that discipline. So non-negotiable. It's a non-negotiable. Like, yeah, listen to your body. You know your body, but don't let your mind talk you into bullshit as well. Like, don't let your mind talk you into, oh, yeah, no, I hurt my knee, or oh, I should probably... <laughs>
0: yeah i probably should train yeah, yeah i probably shouldn't late. train anything when they saw <laughs> yeah,
1: I've had clients myself message me and be like oh i hurt my foot or whatever i can't train today and i'm just like well you've still got some shoulders and back you know <laughs> like yeah. it, you know it you know everyone's different but yeah you gotta develop your mindset yeah
0: and um i suppose the other big thing too is a financial investment to a prep like that's
1: yeah. <laughs> Don't even get me started. It's so expensive, and you have to be prepared for that. Like yeah my first show, I did it very, very, very cheaply. I, I, um, you, you can do it cheaply, and you know, it depends what, what you want, I guess. Like my first ever bikini I bought was really cheap. It was like four hundred and fifty dollars. <laughs> sounds that sounds yeah. expensive, but that's pretty cheap for a bikini. Um. So like, yeah, you can do it cheaper, but it's expensive. You need to make sure you've got some savings or you've got a job that, you know, pays well enough to be able to afford it. You've got to, you know, think about your groceries that you're going to buy every week, your supplements, um, coaching, your coaching, posing. Um, posing yep, yeah. Your bikinis, your hair, your makeup, Post-shirts. your registration, it all adds up and, um, yeah, it, it's it's a very costly process. And if you're traveling, you've got to think of hotels. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. yeah. So it, it does all add up. Um you know, jewelry <laughs> I yeah. can go on and on. But yeah, yeah. Um it is a costly sport and um yeah, you gotta be prepared for that for sure.
0: If you had to fit like a round figure in off the top of your head, like as an estimate. <laughs> How much would it cost uh, for a for a really good prep?
1: Oh, look, That's been, yeah, it's very hard for me to. I honestly spent a lot of money this year yeah. on my prep. Um, you know, I had two bikinis. Yeah. Um, I was lucky though; I did have a sponsor. Um, yeah. for one one of my bikinis, but I I think I would have spent close to like this is just rounding it like maybe 10 grand, yeah, maybe more. I honestly could, could have been more like you'd think physio, you know, all sorts. There's a lot of expenses and it's not like I just had 10 grand at once and put it all in. It's like over the, you know, four month period. Of yeah, yeah. It's an accumulative amount. So yeah, it's expensive.
0: Yeah. Uh, like that's, um that's a big thing that I say, but uh, again, I'm not, uh, not a prep coach but a prepping couple of girls and the ones that come to me and like sit down like I really want to prep I'm like cool can you afford what would cost you a trip to America to do this and they're like um <laughs> yeah,
1: and, they yeah. Don't, and you don't realize that I didn't realize it until my you know I realized it in my first show I was like shit it's actually really expensive but um my second show went I think I went a little bit overboard to be honest. I think I blew my budget. I blew actually I blew my budget when I was in Queensland. Yeah. That's when I went overboard. Yeah, because I what, didn't realize Yeah, nationals is what yeah. added it up for me. For
0: yeah. sure, for sure. Cause you gotta like you got not just when you when you're not in your hometown, you will think travel, um there,
1: yeah. flights, yeah. accommodation,
0: uh, food, um, and then obviously travel between gyms
1: like yeah, yeah. So, so much like yeah. I, I kind of realized when I was there and I was like oh well like we're here now <laughs> yeah
0: yeah
1: <laughs> and Back and I was like shit I gotta work <laughs> but yeah
0: <Love> <laughs> yeah no, that's that's true it's like um yeah, look, you got you the result you wanted, right? You got a you got an awesome result at nationals.
1: Yeah, I'm super stoked. It was yeah. actually an incredible feeling. Like I cannot describe just that feeling. Like to be honest, the Vix was really sort of my favorite because it was just so important to me. Like was getting up yeah and I just like I'm, I just will never forget walking out on stage for this the second time in my life ever and I just felt like I felt empowered like I was like i I'm, I'm made for this like I just suddenly was on stage and I just felt like amazing and it was just the best feeling like I cannot describe it um I obviously and I you know I played second overall and I was still really stoked with that um I did want to you know win the overall as well but I was it was I wasn't disappointed. It was just more like I'm just so happy with my achievement. Like, yeah, I was really stoked. And then Nationals was like the icing on the cake. I sort of went into it wanting to win the novice. So I was pretty set on wanting to win that. And then, you know, I was hoping, you know, for a possible pro card win as well. But I um placed second again. So but you know, to a very deserving winner. So, you know, can't be mad. Was stoked.
0: And that's, um, I think uh, a lot of girls don't realise how high-level IFB Pro League amateur is. Yeah. Like the how conditioned, like, if you look at your condition and your shape and you see that is something that comes, um, you know, is good enough to win novice and play second and overalls. Like, a lot of girls that step in for the first time so they want to win, um, it's like shit. You got, you got work to do.
1: Sorry, we just cut out.
0: No, you're right. I was just saying, like, um, how for girls who are wanting to go on stage for the first time and win, especially in the pro league, you realise yes. how ridiculously conditioned you have to be to even place in the top three. Yeah, well,
1: this is like one of the things that I say to people. So you know, you can have the goal to win, um. You know, that's a great goal to have. But do you understand what it takes to win? You know, it's not just bright lights and looking glam on the day. Like you go through a pretty fucking hard you know, it's it, one of the hardest things I've ever done is get that lean. I was honestly it felt like I was dying. <laughs> like yeah. I'm not even over exaggerating yeah. that. It yeah. was bloody hard and um you know, I'd, I'd have migraines for days. Some days, like I'd just get these migraines all through the side of my head, and like, um, like I, I was hungry. I had low energy. Um, sometimes I wouldn't sleep. Like, to get to that so level, much fun. To get to that level of conditioning,
0: yeah,
1: you have to have the mindset. You cannot just expect to get that lean, and you know, with a little bit of you know, cardio and diet, you've got to be disciplined to the the next level. If you want to take it to the next level, you need to be the next level. You cannot fake it when you get under the stage lights, you know, like it it shows everything. And that's what people need to remember that, you know, you can hide behind an Instagram filter, but when it comes to real life and under the stage lights, there's no hiding that you, you know, what you do in the dark will come to light.
0: (laughs) Yeah, for sure. 100%. Hundred percent. So,
1: you know, heating on your diet and having little snacks here and there—that's it's going to show. Yeah. And um, yeah.
0: Um, do you mind if I ask? I mean, don't have to talk about it if you don't want to. But how low and how high were you pushing calories? Like in the vari- variation, like the highest points and lowest points of calories throughout your concrete. Um, to
1: be honest, um, so my highest calories were probably like three and a half thousand yeah. three three thousand five hundred maybe in my off season um well, close to four thousand i remember yeah. and i it was in lockdown i i actually did the majority of my lockdown in obviously i was in melbourne and yeah. i just um my, my off season was in my garage <laughs> so yeah. i did all wow. my garage yeah and um i got a little bit chunky and it was actually awesome like i got to eat what i wanted like i remember yeah. i was having like and cakes like I was having like 1500 calorie breakfasts and stuff like smoothies yeah it was good but I did yeah so I did that um for a bit and then because I think we had built my calories pretty high and I do have a very I do have a really good metabolism so when we started our mini cart um Troy like half my calories I think we went down to like 1700 yeah and that wasn't prep yet but it was like the pre-prep, I guess, yeah. and um, and then we grew into the show. So my calories went up from like seventeen to nineteen hundred, um, and it was just, they just sort of stayed at that amount the whole time. So I just kept consistently dropping around. I think it was probably around seventeen fifty.
0: Was a sweet spot. So kind of, so, sorry,
1: seventeen
0: fifty was bear in that sweet spot.
1: Yeah, I think so. I think that was majority of the time what we were were on. And then as the show got closer, Troy would remove things off my meal plan. So like, you know, slowly like berries or less rice, um, things like that. And I think peak week, so I was getting very lean though. So I was really lean on pretty decent calories. And then peak week was maybe 1,300 to 1,500. But I just remember that felt like 900. Like it felt like no food. I was just... You should have seen me. I I went to work one day and I literally looked like a skeleton. And someone said to me, um, oh, I I think you looked better before. Like, you know, like I had a lot of people say I'm way too skinny and way too lean for bikini. And I had a lot of, you know, oh, that was annoying. But, um, yeah, I literally looked like death. It was like the definition of death. People were like, is this healthy? (laughs) And I'm like, this is what you're going to do.
0: Yeah. But then on comp day, obviously you do, I don't know, I suppose you do quite a big carb up on comp day.
1: Well, you put carb up and you sort of come to life. It's actually amazing what the body does. I I remember I was so lean and um, small and skinny and I was like, fuck, I am so skinny. Like I remember looking at my legs and thinking, where are they? (laughs) (laughs) Um, But then obviously we started the carb up and um, my body responds very well to carbs. I've. Um, I like, we did cereal, like Exo crunch and my body loves Exo crunch, like loves it. And I just watched my, um, my body transform. And honestly, it was crazy. (laughs) And I remember being with my housemate and he was just like, Whoa, what the fuck? Like, it was pretty crazy what the carbs were doing. It was just like bringing me to life again. And, um, yeah, it was an, an amazing process. And I remember um, Troy actually on the first day of the carb up, we, we did a check-in and he was like, what, you what, you need way more carbs. Like, so he gave me a big 400-gram bowl of rice. Oh, wow. Yeah, <laughs> And I had already had like 3,000 calories that day yeah. and like a big 400-gram bowl of rice. <laughs> it was like hilarious. But, um, yeah, and I had that. And, yeah, I just sort of, my body just sort of, chewed through it like loved it just yeah it didn't overspill at all it's really good
0: love that and look <laughs> this is this is something probably really important that we're touching on here that girls don't realize that how important is tracking your food and tracking it down to the t? yeah
1: so i mean i did a, so for this reason i did a meal plan i, I yeah. find um with crap meal plans are just a lot easier I don't need to think about it and I just eat it and I just eat the same thing every day <laughs> like it's very boring and um but it's I do believe it's I believe it's better because you're not thinking about what different foods you can make and you're also not shocking your body with different foods like sometimes your body might react different if you yeah. you know having something that you haven't had in a while and like I just think it's good good to keep it um you know just consistent but if you are doing um you know if it fits your macros and yeah you need to be very you need to be on point it's not the word for absolutely. it you've got to be yeah. hitting those macros every single day to a tee and you know and if you if you aren't you you got to tell your coach you know like there's you've just got to be transparent with your coach like we said before and um but yeah just making sure you're just doing what you you've been told to do it's as simple as that there's no other way really around it
0: yeah no, 100% you get that um how are you going for time over there i know it's pretty late over in melbourne right now uh it's
1: only 9 30. Okay, cool.
0: all right <laughs> it's a uh, seven do we have time. uh about i usually keep about 45 minutes
1: okay You're probably not yeah, like well, to...
0: 15 20 minutes um another question so this is a big one too. Is posing? I know everything. Like everything is important for comp rep. Everything has to be perfect. But how precise and how good does your posing have to be? Yeah.
1: Well, so I was actually really shit at posing when I started. Um, I did not know what I was doing at all. Like, and that, that was when I even started with Troy. Like, um, I was. I mean I was getting better every week but I wasn't confident yeah. um and you know it's really important to get a posing coach you know you have to and you, you, they you know I had Renee and she's just amazing you know you yeah, know Renee she's,
0: so, Yeah she's incredible
1: she, she is incredible and um she does things very differently so it's not like um it, it, it all comes together at the end. So when I was learning my routine, every it was sort of chopping and changing and doing different things. But um, at the end, it just all flowed. Rude. And like, yeah. yeah, it just came together for me on comp day. Like I just suddenly, comp day was just boom. I just knew how to pose. Like you have to practice. I'd practice every single day. And if I didn't practice, you know, one day, I would make sure I'd practice extra the next day. Like I was very consistent with that like if I'd go to the gym sometimes at like midnight to go and oh, pose wow. so yeah yeah I remember there was one night I went at like 12 o'clock I was like I haven't posed got energy I'm just gonna go do it yeah, yeah and I just didn't. and it, it really did pay off and I still have so much more to learn with my posing so I'm excited for my next show to um even just get my routine that little bit more snazzy so yeah it's <laughs> yeah, super important I think you know, especially in bikini, the judges really look for posing um, and presentation. So, those are two things that you really need to nail. I think it's really important in the bikini category.
0: Love it. Um, another thing too, in your opinion, uh, with the because there's quite a few different, I it's like four or five federations that has bikini. Um, from, like, the highest in ways of conditioning and physique down in ways of standard down to the lowest, where would you rate the different um, federations for girls more so understanding where they need to be in order to be in, um, uh, to be ready for, like, pro-league, for example?
1: Yeah, so, oh, God, I'm, I'm honestly... I only know of, like, two other federations. I'm not yeah. too... Familiar with the whole bodybuilding world I am still very new myself so oh, yeah, yeah. I didn't even know I didn't even know when I started that IFBB was like one of the higher like you know I didn't even know it was I just was like I liked the way the girls look so I was like yeah. I do to look like that um yeah. but yeah so I'd say the highest would be the IFBB and then um you go down to WBFF uh, as a sort of tier lower um and then I think there's the so ICN. ICN. Yeah, yeah. ICN shows. Um, you know, I think if you're a new beginner um, starting out and you haven't been training for very long and you haven't got, you know, a, a lot of muscle, ICN is a really good place to start and, you know, do your first show in because you don't need to achieve that, you know, insane level conditioning and, um, you know, it, it's a good place to start. But, you know, you can, you can aim high as well. Like, you know, if you do only want to you know, be competing in WBFF or IFBB, then just give yourself a little bit of extra time and, you know, you'll get there. It's just a matter of, you know, when, just gonna yeah. keep, keep training, keep putting in the work, do the, you know, do the off season and you'll get there. So yeah, there's no rush with that. Love
0: it. All right. Um, Let's wrap it up there. So, for any people listening who are interested and want to reach out to you for coaching or um, any advice, where's the best place for them to find you?
1: Um, you can find me on my Instagram. It's just live spargo. Super easy, <laughs> and just DM me. So yeah, yeah,
0: just jump in the DMs.
1: Slide into the DMs. Yeah,
0: yeah. I, I just crash into DMs. I don't I don't slide. It's <laughs> like a train wreck. <laughs> yeah love it no that's cool love it so yeah um go check out Liv's instagram page i'm going to drop a link guys for you listening guys and girls of her instagram bio a link at the bottom of the podcast so jump on there give it a click give her a follow support her for a next show you're aiming for next year for your next show aren't you
1: season a i'm so excited i'm um, I'm seeing my coach next week, and we're going to discuss the game plan. So
0: yeah.
1: I'll be going into bulk soon, <laughs> and yeah, starting that prep. I'll always do a pre-prep before the prep. So yeah, yeah I'm really excited.
0: Awesome, love it. All right, um, yeah. Like I said, thanks for listening, guys, and tune in. Thank you, thank Olivia, for coming on. Uh, I'm going to stop. Thanks so much for having me. There. <laughs>